Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sinapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink, go get a snack, come back, and then we'll get started. So today I have decaf Earl Grey and I have some pretzels because you know what? We're currently in operation clean out the snack drawer. I hate that we have just little bits of everything left in that snack area and it falls out at me and then I'm like, I really don't want that anymore. I want something new. So I'm trying to finish it. So I am eating pretzels, even though I don't want them, I am. So let's get real. So the other night I crawled into bed and my husband mumbled something to me. Now I'm not sure if he mumbled or if I just had my earbuds in and I was listening to my book. Yes, I listen to a book every night and it's normally a cozy mystery because I can fall asleep to those until the very end where things get really intense and then I don't fall asleep for a couple hours. Anyway, it's a vicious cycle, but that's okay. And my, I kind of looked over and I'm like, what do you need? And he pointed. I look over to our door and my daughter is standing there. I scream like a little girl and hide under the covers. Like that is somehow going to save me. And I had a flashback to my childhood like there is no, nobody's business. That you know, if you crawl under those covers, you are going to be safe. There is nothing that can get to you under your covers. And I got out and I just laughed. And my husband did not think it was nearly as funny as I did. But I knew that when I was a little kid, that is something that I really believed. I believed if you went under the covers, nobody would see you and you were safe from everything. So do not put me in charge of <laughs> burglar patrol. That's not a good plan because I'll be under the covers. When I was little, I actually would climb it, go up to my parents' room because I was in the basement and they were one story above me. And I would crawl underneath the clothes on the ground and know that they never saw me, right? Because <laughs> you would never see a six-year-old body underneath a pair of pants that you just laid out the night before. No, that would be weird that you'd see the, because I was a genius at sneaking around and being quiet. And I was so good at hide and seek. I was so good that every morning I ended up in their bed when I did that because they didn't see me. It was amazing. <laughs> So as I was going down memory lane, honestly, this is the middle of the night and I am now terrified. I've come up from underneath my covers and I put my cozy mystery on and I start kind of thinking about my childhood. And one of the big influences in my life was my babysitter, Kathy. Now she babysat us during the day when my mom did Avon deliveries or went knocking on doors or whatever she did. She was an Avon lady for 25 years. Wow. I can't even imagine. I mean, granted, I worked for her for like a penny a book. If someone took a book, I got a penny. I made so much money. I remember I could go buy Laffy Taffy's with that money every once in a while. Anyway, we would go to Kathy's house. And the thing I loved about Kathy is she was a cooking magician. Like I remember thinking this woman belongs on TV. Honestly, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, I just thought she was amazing because she made macaroni and cheese out of a box. Guys, I had never seen a box of macaroni and cheese that had like cheese in it and you put it on the stove and it became like this glorious thing because my mom made macaroni and cheese from scratch where she like made the cheese sauce and put the noodles and like it was this whole thing. I so... 
that my babysitter could make macaroni and cheese out of the box, I really thought this woman has got life together. And she made his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and she cut them on a triangle and cut off the crust. And I remember thinking, like, how much more gourmet can you get? No crust in a triangle with macaroni and cheese that magically comes from a box. Her house was amazing. (laughs) And the other thing that was so fun about her house is we got to watch TV at her house during lunchtime. I know, we got to watch TV during lunchtime with this magic macaroni and cheese. (laughs) And we got to watch shows that my mom and dad never, ever would have let us watch. Like we watched He-Man, we got to watch the Smurfs, we got to watch Scooby-Doo. Like there were shows that I was like, ooh, don't tell my mom we're watching this because this is amazing. It was just one of those magical times in my life. And so I want to talk a little bit about the lessons I learned from Scooby-Doo. Now you're going, Jenny, oh man, you're digging deep here. (laughs) And maybe I am, but I still talk about Scooby-Doo to the level that it's almost a verb in our house. I call it, um, I want to Scooby-Doo on out of here because Scooby-Doo, whenever he left a room, he'd leave like like a Scooby-Doo print in the wall because he would have such force of escaping that he would leave his Scooby-Doo print in the wall. It was so amazing. And I always thought, wouldn't that be cool if I could make a Jenny print in the wall? I did try a couple times. You know what? You have to have a lot more force than I had as a little kid. (laughs) I know all of you are like, oh, we can just imagine Jenny running full tilt at the wall trying to make a Scooby-Doo print. But I still talk. That's one of the verbs in our house is I'm like, let's Scooby-Doo on out of here. And that's really about like, let's full, put it to full throttle. That is one of the things that I learned and that I still use is let's Scooby-Doo on out of here. Let's full throttle. Let's get out of here. Let's like fully commit to not doing this anymore. (laughs) But one of the things that I learned is you always need to have a snack, right? Scooby always had a snack with him. Like it didn't matter. They would be in a haunted house somewhere and I'm using air quotes and you can't see them. All of a sudden, I'm like, you can't see my air quotes. They'd be in a haunted house somewhere and they would run into the kitchen and find Scooby snacks. Like, it was amazing to me. I'm like, this is how life should be, right? Life should always be full of a pantry full of Scooby snacks. Now, they did come out with like little packages of like weird cookies that were Scooby snacks. And I was so excited when they came out and I was highly disappointed. Because when you watch Scooby-Doo, now I haven't seen any of the movies, so I can't really tell you what the movies do. This is like back in the 1900s, guys. (laughs) I know. Join me. Come on back to the 1900s. (laughs) But they never had cookies. They had like sandwiches and I mean, it was amazing stuff, but they always made time for that. And I think that's so interesting that it's really affected who I am, not because I like to eat, which I do. I mean, most of us like to eat, but it's always been about breaking bread. And my grandmother was the same way. Like you'd go to her house and she would have snacks, right? Someone would come over, she'd have some coffee and there would be snacks there too. It just brings people together. 
And I love that. I love that in Scooby-Doo, it really teaches you that food can bring people together. I have a great friend who we go out to dinner and she is always pushing me to try new things. I am not a try new things kind of person. That is not something I'm super gifted at. I wish I were. I wish I was like, when I go get pizza, I always get a different kind. No, I don't. It's always exactly the same. It's a cheese pizza. I don't get as wild as a pepperoni. That is way too wild for me. But this friend is always pushing me to try new places. And I will order the same thing almost everywhere we go. But I really appreciate that. (laughs) And it brings us together. It's been a real nice bonding for me. Because I know that whenever I meet with her, I may be pushed a little bit outside my comfort zone, but it makes me feel closer to her. And I just love that. So, you know, food can bring us together. I know food is fuel, but it can also be something that's really powerful in our Christian walk is going out to coffee with somebody and having a snack, just like Scooby did. Now, the second thing I learned from Scooby-Doo is it is okay to be with the person that you like. Scooby is always with Shaggy. Like they're always like, Scooby and Shaggy, you go this way. Scooby and Shaggy never do anything that works. <laughs> they never do um, anything that is actually productive except for fumble into eventually solving the crime that the other three have been painstakingly put together. But they're always together. And I think that sometimes in life, if Scooby-Doo taught me anything. It was do things with the people that you love and really enjoy who you're with. And so I think that that's a challenge for us, especially as adults. We kind of get to the point that we're working with people that we maybe don't necessarily like. We go to church with people that sometimes irritate us, sometimes are great. And we kind of get in a rut and we stop looking for people that we really enjoy And I'm challenging you today, find some people you really enjoy. Connect with them, whether it's online, whether it's in person and you're getting a snack together, (laughs) something. But have people in your life that you really enjoy outside of your family. Ooh, I know. But it is okay to find people that you really enjoy that you're going to laugh with. I had a group of friends that we went to movies. We didn't talk. I mean, there was no talking that happened. But we went to a movie and I love them because first of all, I could eat popcorn and because I love popcorn. Anyway, that doesn't matter. All of a sudden I went back there and we would just sit there and watch a movie together because my husband doesn't like to go to movies, which is just fine. So I found people that like to do that with me. It is all about doing life with someone that you enjoy. So find your shaggy and do life, right? Find your shaggy and do life with them. The third thing that I learned is there's always a logical explanation. They are in the middle of crazy things that are happening in this Scooby-Doo mystery machine or whatever, whatever the place that they are. And they're always in like haunted houses with my quotes, right? They're always in these really scary situations. And it's, there's always a logical explanation. And I remember as a little kid that there would be a huge bump in the house. And I knew because of Scooby-Doo, there was nothing to be afraid of, right? Because there's a logical explanation for that noise. There's a logical explanation for whatever was happening. Because that's what Scooby-Doo taught me. 
And I love that it lines up with the verse that is kind of my theme verse. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us love and power and he's given us a sound mind. And if nothing else you learn from Scooby-Doo, it is that that verse is completely true. It doesn't matter the mysteries that are happening around you. There's a logical explanation, and it is not from God. God did not give you that spirit of fear. He gave you love, power, and he gave you a sound mind to figure it out. And that's what Scooby teaches us. So here we are. I am at the end of the time that I want to talk about Scooby-Doo because you're like, what in the world? But really, I want to challenge you to really start taking time for yourself. And that's what a snack, that's why we do a snack and a drink at the beginning of this, because it's about taking time for yourself. It's about really realizing what you enjoy. Find someone to do it with you um, and really live life. And do not allow the spirit of fear to run your life. Know that there is always something logical that you can step into, that the Lord can bring a sound mind and bring some wisdom into whatever situation you're in. I know that life can get overwhelming and it feels like things are spinning out of control and you're like, I do not see logic here, Jenny. And you know what? Sometimes there's not. But God can bring you his wisdom to give you a next step because it says that God brings you love, power, and a sound mind no matter what you're walking through. God does not want us to live in fear. He wants us to live in the reveal at the end (laughs) of Scooby-Doo where they're like, this is who's been making all the mischief. It's the caretaker from down the road who wants to own this building, you know. That is what God can bring into your life. God can bring some clarity and wisdom into any situation that you're walking through right now. Well, that is all I have for you this week. I pray that you have a really fun week, that you look around and you start looking for your shaggy, that you start looking for someone that no matter what kind of chaos is going on, you are going to go grab a snack with that person and you're going to have a blast and they're going to challenge you to not be fearful and to have a sound mind. Well, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info is there. I just pray that God will bring you a shaggy, a great snack, and that God will give you love, power, and a sound mind this week.